At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amsden. And this is Reister or Wrong. So, the NCAA is investigating Arizona State. And I tweeted that this was going to be a major development and there has been some, oh, this was a major, but we are going to address it all and tell you what the rest of the allegations are as well. LeBron James tweets out about the NBA injuries and he was right all along. They should have listened. And now this is not the, um, the bubble season wasn't the asterisk season. This is the asterisk season. Uh, Giannis and Mike Budenholzer should be embarrassed of them damn selves for the loss last night. And of course, the FBI and January 6th and the MLB pitchers versus MLB pitchers versus the MLB. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amson. You guys can always get a hold of us. 818-293-7547. 
818-293-7547. That is our phone number to shoot us text messages if you got something to say, something on your mind, or you can shoot us an email. I'm Matt, I-M-M-A-D at unafraidshow.com. So, Ralph, we will start with what was going on with Arizona State because in the last, so I tweeted this out, what, two days ago? And people were like, oh, my gosh, this, this is not going to be as, uh, that this is going to be major. Here's the exact tweet, just so we can go back for everybody, just in case you missed it. I said, we are on the verge of a story potentially to be broken in the next week or two that will rock the college football world, ruin legacies, and it could impact the balance of power out west. And people were like, oh, it's got to be Oregon or USC powers out west. Let's read what the tweet actually said. Ruin uh, that it will rock the college football world. Yes, because Herm Edwards, Antonio Pierce, all these dudes who are very well respected. I know these men. Like these men matter, especially in the black community. Like Herm is a dude who I love. Like you, you respect him. He's a, a man who has demonstrated in his life high character. So to see something opposite is a is an issue. And and when I said in, uh, impact the balance of power out west, look at the recruiting rankings. Arizona State, when kids drop their top four, top five, Arizona State is in a lot of them that you wouldn't ordinarily expect that they would be in. And that's become alarming to some people. And now you have a situation where there are whistleblowers because so many people talk about, oh, the NCAA investigations, NCAA investigations, uh, they take forever. Think about how quickly this came up. That doesn't happen with the NCAA. Why did it come up so quick, Ralph? Why did it come up so quick? Calls coming from inside the house, George. And so, yes, that means that somebody who was in the house is snitching. And Peter Thamel just, just doubled down on what the athletic article said, the athletic article and everybody, all the college football gospel insiders, they tiptoed around this earlier. They kept saying, yes, they're under investigation. And then there are other violations. The other violations thing is the thing that's important. And now we've seen to have more. But first, I want to address like some of the uh, response that has been gotten. Because people have said, oh, George, this is not that big of a deal. Paying players, how are you going to come down on paying players? Ralph, where have I stood on paying players from the beginning, including when I testified in front of the Senate about name, image, and likeness? If this was about players getting paid legally or illegally, you never would have said a word. Not one word. You believe that it's long past due, as I do, that compensation be afforded to the people who have made sure that this business is huge, that the pie keeps getting bigger, that we've gone from uh, 23 years ago, the highest salary in college football per year was around 1 million. That was like Steve Spurrier. Uh, And we got several people over 10 million at this point, at this rate of inflation, 20 years from now, college football coaches are going to get paid 50 million a year. 
And your view has always been that it's time that the players not only be able to trade on their name, image, and likeness, but also go beyond that to share in the revenue. That's been where you've been at this entire time. So the idea that you would even be upset at ASU for um, <laughs> having having bagmen or something like that is is silly. I, I wouldn't look twice at it, but at the same time, rules are rules, and I don't really appreciate putting the kids of the te- on the team at risk of, of sanctions or taken away from their possible draft status or the consistency of ha- them having the coaches around that they have right now. If you know the rules and you willingly break them, then that's on you. I'm not going to have sympathy for you, but I'm also not going to get mad when somebody goes out of their way to make sure that the players share in the, in, in the spoils. That's just not that's not your mindset. That's not my mindset. You you played, I didn't, but we we share that, and that's one of the reasons that we were able to to come together. I'm just I'm 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 uh, I'm tired. I've been up for like 20 hours. You and I have talked on the phone a bunch the last couple of days. I've been sick to my stomach the entire time. I don't like this. I don't want this. I'm getting killed on the ASU message boards by people who think that I did something. This has nothing to do with me at all. You know, people were upset about the 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 volume of your tweet. I'm gonna be honest with you, George. That nuclear bomb gift was a lot. It was a lot, right? Okay. And I, I think, right, a lot of this response to that has, has to do with that. But I'm with you in the, the context of I see where you're coming from. The balance of power out west, the context is the west. So you get all these SEC folks who are like, well, there is no power out west. Like, ah, ha, ha, funny joke, right? But we're talking about within the Pac-12, they would have been voted number one preseason in the Pac-12 South. The expectation when you bring 21 players back is – that you're going to go out and you're going to win. They believe Jaden Daniels is a Heisman candidate. They believe they have everything it takes right now to make a run. They are raising in the, in the, in the recruiting rankings. And when you talk about legacy, you brought it up. A lot of the people in your mentions saying that no one at ASU has any legacy to worry about, they're not black men. Yep. They don't understand what Marvin Lewis means. They don't understand what Ray Anderson means. And they yes. don't understand what Herm Edwards means. They don't get it. And I'm not trying to make this about race. It's just the truth. If you can sit there and say that you don't see how somebody's legacy would be on the line, you're absolutely insane. These legacies matter even more than just your run-of-the-mill college football coaches. These pe- This entire staff is – almost the entire staff is black, George. That is so important to so many people all over the country. For yep. them to be mired in scandal is good for nobody. The yep. next staff, if they end up cleaning house at Arizona State, they're all going to look like they just got back off their LDS mission. Every single one of them is going to be blonde hair, blue-eyed, big smiles. Like, th- this is this is not good. It's, yeah, well, it's, it's terrible, and you're not rooting for it. I think no. that people think that you're rooting for it, and I think that pe- – and, and the thing that's kind of getting to me is I, I don't mind if people are mad at me or they don't like me, but people think that I'm attention-seeking, and you know – you're actually I've, the opposite of that. See, see, here's the thing is, is that you, this is what happens. A lot of times people want to blame the messengers instead of blaming the people who actually did it. So, so here is mental what's happened. illness. Yeah. So, so here is what's happened so far is that, is that there's a college coach that, that has been talked to that used this, that used the quote, everybody breaks rules. But not everybody breaks all of them. We're talking about in addition to uh, just because people thought it was, oh, you're hosting recruits on campus during a pandemic when you're not supposed to when that's supposed to level the playing field for everybody. 
question of who paid for these Airbnbs. There are allegations of they they've been well, caught on tape, on tape stealing boxes. Man, they are on tape uh, uh, meeting with players, Herm Edwards, Antonio Pierce, other people. So these are people that are inside of it telling. And there is a reason why it's like the Maya Angelou quote, quote, people won't remember what you said. They won't remember what you did, but they will remember how they made, how you made them feel. And it's specifically Antonio Pierce, who I know I don't have anything bad to say about him personally, but in this circumstance, the way ASU has handled recruiting has created a problem for them. And mind you, the recruiting scandal is not the only allegations. Those are the only ones that are out so far. We're still not even there yet. We're still not even there yet with the stuff you were talking about in your tweet. All we have right now is that the NCAA is in possession of all these documents, and so is ASU, right? That's all we have right now. And then Pete Thamel came out and he interviewed David Shaw. He interviewed Notre Dame's athletic director. He talked to some former staffers who said, like, Antonio Pierce accumulating all this power is causing issues within the staff, which is something that I could have told you or anybody that covers the program could have told you a year, a year and a half ago. And this isn't one of those things where stuff is coming out. So it's like, okay, well now let's all say what we know, even though that's definitely going to happen. There's a lot of stuff that has yet to drop, whether it has to do um, with, for some reason, nobody, you know, there, there is an allegation that Arizona state covered up an incident with a weapon and that the media did not um, Spe- report specifically facts. a gun, a gun, specifically, yeah, specifically yeah. a gun, and that the media didn't report the facts they had. There's allegations that are probably going to drop very soon that are already all over Twitter and have been for the last couple of days about inappropriate relationships between coaches and player parents um, that possibly affected uh, recruiting statuses. There is an allegation out right now that Pete Thamel did not include, but that. Essentially, in order to prevent the media who interviews these kids um, that come on recruiting visits from from uncovering the fact um, that you you're cycling so many people in and out of the building um, that they were presented with some type of benefit of some kind to keep that quiet. That's an allegation that is around the corner that hasn't even dropped yet. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on, and all of these things are completely unverified. All of these things need to go through the process of whether it's an Arizona State University internal review or or an NCAA review. And most of it's stuff that I don't even really care about, though I would like to think that my colleagues aren't taking cash to not report this stuff. But and 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 then to have, you know, I, I don't know. And then to face criticism, you know, like I'm a bad guy or I'm doing the wrong thing when all I want is for the kids at Arizona State, many of which I've been covering since they were in ninth grade. All I want is for them to have the opportunity to thrive and flourish. I don't want their process disrupted. I don't want money taken out of their mouth because they're not able to go play in a bowl game or there's some type of sanctions or they panic and they try to transfer right before the season starts. I don't want any of this. This is all bad. This, this was is, this, happening. This was happening no matter what. Like and this again, was coming the iceberg, out. We're, we're not even close to the stuff that is going to come out soon. We have talked, you and I have gotten calls. You and I have gotten calls from assistant coaches and 
some head coaches. You and I have you and I have been getting calls for the last 48 hours. And basically every call, even though we didn't name a school, all starts with, oh, are they finally going to get ASU on blank? And it was super frustrating for me because I didn't know any of this was going on. The only thing that I had any inkling of is that staff that was relieved of duties were not happy about it. But that's every job ever. I'm still pissed off about the time I got laid off. Let's look, though, at some of the the coincidences, right? When Tony White, he was named defensive coordinator and head coach in waiting, right? And then I don't know about head coach. I don't know about head coach in waiting, but head coach in waiting was technically a term used for Danny Gonzalez, who left to take the University yes, of New correct. Mexico job. Tony White replaced him at defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. So, so Tony White r- replaced him, and then ten days later, left to go to Syracuse. Syracuse. That's not a lateral move. That's a below lateral move. Like that's a downward move for an equal job. Which I I believe if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they had some type of clause in any coach that would leave Arizona state had some type of clause that essentially if they did take a move that was not considered um, to be better than the station that they had at Arizona state, there would be some type of buyout involved. And now there are rumors and allegations, again, completely unverified, that there are disputes between the coaches who left and Ray Anderson because he was trying to send them a bill for these buyouts that they didn't think that they were going to have to pay. There's yep. so many people pissed off about so many different things right now that Pete Thamel pointed out in his story that it could be any one of 10 people to have leaked this anywhere. I want to tell you right now, we might have known this was coming, but I have literally no idea who leaked it. And Pete Thamel doesn't have the documents or else he would have printed it in his article, when you said one to two weeks, I'm very much assuming that he planned on having those documents when he dropped this story. But the athletic comes out this morning and breaks that the NCAA is in possession of all of these documents. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Well, and that's what I did not want to do because I knew that Thamel was coming out with this article. I respect Pete Thamel. He's come on my show on Mad Dog Sports Radio, and I was not going to scoop Pete. Like, I, I just didn't think that that was right. Like, I thought that that would be the wrong thing to uh, do. But when you look at the totality of this, some of the comments and people saying, well, well, what, what about Georgia? What about Alabama? The rest of these SEC schools. The difference is, is that people aren't snitching. Like people literally went to the NCAA and was like, here, here's what happened. The difference and is not that, just no, that. No, go on. You also have a giant group of people who aren't mad about the snitching. That's bad culture. Yep. That's bad. When you're saying it could be any one of a number of people who snitched. So then, well, like you said, running through the coincidences. So Tony White's only there for a short amount of time. At this point in time, all we have is the information we have, which is going to cause people to want to read into why he didn't stick around. At the time, it was family reasons. For two years, every single offensive line recruit that Arizona State called said, when you get here, Kevin Moy is going to be your position coach. They yep. told that to everybody. Oh, And that's just a fact. And, and they, everybody will verify that. Every single person will verify that, that when they called offensive linemen all over the state of Arizona and country, Dave Christensen's retiring, Kevin Moy is going to be your offensive line coach. And then what happened, George? Then Arizona State has a uh, an assistant come from the Colts, right? He came from the Colts and then immediately left to go back to the Colts and took Kevin Moy with him. And then Kevin right, Mawai- so he got. He got the job that everybody said Kevin Mawai was going to get. They've been saying it for two years he was going to get it. He got that job. Then he left and took Kevin Mawai. Yep. So, and here's what he said. And Kevin Mawai tweeted this. This is clearly a subtweet. He qu- uh, tweeted, 
Luke 8, 17. And then he deleted it after there was a comment on it. For all that is secret will eventually be brought into the open and everything that is concealed will be brought to light and made known to all. Come on, man. No, and this none of this stuff, but that's just it. None of this stuff was secret. I talked to one assistant coach. I talked to one assistant coach who said, look, everybody crosses lines, but nobody crosses them all. And for the last year, ASU has been crossing them all. I don't think, I, I think that you could probably go out and find that there's plenty of times where coaches find ways to bump into recruits or make contact with recruits where they should. I think we're all, I, I think anybody in my business, I'm out at the rivals five-star challenge. I think anybody that deals with recruiting uh, in a full or part-time basis understands that to be the case. But I don't know at this time, I don't know of anybody else who is cycling kids in and off campus during a pandemic in which Correct. you were the team that was cost the most by COVID spread amongst your team. Oh, oh, there's also that, but there, the last thing is there's also not a lot of coaches that I know of that were out on the road. And yep. one of the accusations about Arizona state that still has yet to come to light is that most of the PAC 12 believes that those coaches, Arizona state's coaches were out on the road in the Southeast and Northeast recruiting which you could not do in the last year. It was an NCAA-wide rule, and it wasn't to inconvenience everybody. It was a public safety issue. Yep. And there's another thing as it relates to the pandemic, which is you had, is that it was curious to me, very curious to me and very curious to a lot of other people that, that this hasn't been proven, but it was very curious. So all of the conferences put in protocols for, uh, for COVID, right? For testing procedures, all of that, the way you isolated spreads, right? So you did have teams miss multiple weeks, but the only reason why you should have missed multiple weeks is because you had a position group, one specific position group, either, um, quarterback where you didn't have any, you, I, I think you only had to have one healthy quarterback. It was your offensive lineman and your defensive lineman. And aside from that, you could pretty much play with anything. And, but Arizona state missed three straight games after the USC game, which was critically important to them. So people are looking into that. They got questions about, what went on to allow that to happen? Because teams did miss multiple weeks, but it wasn't always their fault. It was one week it was them, next week it was the other team, like those sorts of situations. So there are questions about all of this. And, but when you- I don't know, man. You got the defensive backs coach in your mentions right now calling you trash juice. Not the defensive backs coach, his dad. You have the father of the defensive backs coach in your mentions with like seven tweets calling you trash for spreading this stuff. But And that was right before the Pete Thamel thing dropped. Like more is coming. Everybody, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you were affiliated with Arizona State right now, and I'm pissed off about this because I know I'm going to lose contacts over this. I know I'm going to lose friends over this. And, and, and all I care about is the welfare of the kids on that team, especially the ones that I cover, having the opportunity to go out and prove themselves and give themselves an opportunity to get more opportunities later in life, which you're denying them 
by so brazenly doing these things and then treating the other people on your staff so poorly that they're not going to respect the fact that Herm Edwards is their head coach, a man who, when he left ESPN, his coworkers sobbed on air. You're not even going to respect the fact that Herm Edwards is your head coach and you're willing to get him in trouble and wreck his legacy. Yeah, right. And that's, that things and, are so and, bad and that all of that's going on. And I, I was going to say, and that's pissed, the, man. And that's the I don't want I don't want to see any of this. And that's the thing about Herm, though, is I like Herm. I don't want to be talking about this. Who wants to be talking? This was coming out. I didn't do this. Do you, Ralph didn't do this. And there was a quote that said, Herm, let the fox in the hen house. That's not that, that that's not my that's not my fault. That's not Ralph's fault. And you can blame anybody it is that you want to. And you're going to have to tell me who this who this kid's dad is, because I don't I don't I don't see it. But it's it's Armand Hawkins, Armand Sr. He called you trash juice. Armand Hawkins. So Chris Hawkins played for USC. He got a job at Arizona State as a defensive back coach. And this is not to say that he's involved in any impropriety whatsoever. I don't have any information like that. But he's 25 years old, and you have people looking at ASU sideways saying, oh, Prentice Gill got a job, and he has no on-field experience. Uh, Hawkins, Chris Hawkins got a job, and he has no on-field experience. But these kids love these coaches. They're very young. They understand the recruiting process. And now Chris Hawkins' dad is in your mentions calling you names and stuff like that when this doesn't have anything to do with you. Look inward. Look at the actual program and what's going on. That's the, Antonio Pierce. That's the funny part. Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce went from a high school head coach to a linebackers coach, co-DC, and now solid, like, he is the DC in a four-year period. He has been been accumulating and been given more responsibility and power throughout this process. Anybody who covers Arizona State or follows Arizona State understands how deeply the delegation is on both sides of the ball. When Derek Hagan, program legend, didn't have his contract renewed, so that they could bring in a young tight ends coach uh, this last year. That firing was done by Zach Hill, not Herm Edwards. On the defensive side, and and when um, uh, they took Donnie Yontis, their former uh, tight ends coach, who is now a high school coach uh, in Colorado, when they dismissed him, they started calling people and telling uh, they, they were using his name as a guy to blame for the reason that they missed on recruits the last time around. So they're like they 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 were they were not necessarily respecting I don't know there's a there is a lot going on here it could literally be anyone but you got some really young coaches on this staff and right now one of them uh, needs to tell his dad to calm down because nothing no one is being helped right now by trying to make this our issue this was coming out and it was coming and there's still more there is still more that may or may not get verified may or may not drop. But George, do you agree with me on this? The worst possible story, something that you discussed with a journalist this week, has not come out and might not come out, but it is 10 times worse than this. Yep. Yep. So don't blame us. This has this doesn't have jack shit to do with you or I. And that's the and that's the craziest part about it is that we alluded to it, but there was an article in The Athletic that came out and a Yahoo article that clearly Peter Thamel didn't wake up this morning and was like, oh, let me put this together. Get yeah, out of here. I mean, people can accuse you of being dramatic, but what about at this point in time? 
What about at this point in time, if you follow the Pac-12 and we have a we we have a podcast that we've been covering the Pac-12 for the last two years. So obviously the Pac-12 means more to us than the average fan that lives Correct. in Arkansas or or is an ACC fan. When we talk about balance of power in the West, it's a conference that we cover and dedicate a lot of energy to. Yes, so that actually Arizona means State's something. Arizona State's a team on the come, dude. Like they're a team that clearly looks like they are headed in the right direction. And nobody even, even though from other Pac-12 coaches, they have said, even David Shaw said it in the in the Peter Thamel article, you have had coaches that me and you have talked to. They're like, oh, we knew all that was going on. They're not the oh, ones who snitched. Yeah, not a single, not a single coach on any other team was surprised. Yeah. Nobody was surprised. And that's the most frustrating thing about all this is people have been reaching out to you and I after your tweet and saying, it's ASU, right? They're finally going to get them on XYZ. And then it all it always has turned out, every single conversation, XYZ isn't even stuff that we were privy to. So now you have all these other accusations in the air that might drop for who knows what reason. It's a bad situation. And you, and you might be able to find some way to dismiss a lot of these or blame it on disgruntled ex-employees or call them snitches or whatever. But the truth of the matter is you had rules in place during a pandemic in which people were dying, people on my media team. You're bringing these it, – it's just, it look it looks bad if you're one of those people that's worried about the optics of it. It is bad if you're worried about, and everybody in the Pac-12 and college football in general, all they care about is competitive equity. So if, if you had a coach sitting on his ass not able to uh, go out and recruit for the last year and he actually did things the right way, the way that he's going to view this story is that ASU needs to burn. Yep. That's the way that they're going to view this story. Yes. Because and, and and there there were quote unquote recruiting weekends at other schools. It was done at Georgia. It was done at SC. Was done at other other schools. That doesn't mean that they necessarily broke the uh, rules. But after that one quote unquote recruiting weekend, those things stopped. At for at at those schools at that level in terms of what we heard about, uh, that, um, um, in terms of what we heard about at least. So there was clearly some talking to by the compliance department or something where they're like, yo, 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 this ain't going to work. You got to find a new way to do this if these kids are putting together a recruiting weekend, which ain't no damn kids putting together a recruiting weekend. It, it, it ain't happening. It just doesn't. This does not show any loyalty for the kids who have been in the program three or four Correct. years. To not give them the opportunity, to not give yourself the opportunity to go out there and coach them to what I believe was going to be a double-digit win season and challenge for the Pac-12 title. At this point in time, this doesn't feel like a U of A, Sean Miller, Book Richardson thing where you get to drag it out until the NCAA doesn't know what to do with it. The information that's in the NCAA's lap right now is the type of stuff that they usually aren't able to go and get get over time. Because... Everybody battens down the hatches and understands that, hey, if everybody is crossing a few lines here or there, it's better if nobody talks, because if they find one thing on somebody, they might come find something else on you. So what do you think ultimately comes out of this as far as the because, mind you, we are two months away from football starting. We're like nine, nine, ten weeks 
Like, what do you think ultimately comes of Arizona State staff? Especially after more and more of these things continue to come to light. And that there is clear evidence of it. Like, it would be different if it were speculation and innuendo. But according to the Peter Thamel article, there are actual videotapes or or text messages and pictures and all of this of this happening. Security cameras being turned off. All of this. Like, what do you think ultimately happens? My preference? My personal preference? Nothing. I I would like to pretend that none of this ever happened and just move forward. That's not going to be the case, though. What they have to be really careful of in a situation like this is mutually assured destruction. You don't have a coach, and I I hate the phrase accumulate power with with Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce was was never going to come in and do things traditionally. He always had the swag. He had the NFL experience. You know, one thing that a coach pointed out to me this week was like, hey, you remember him in the Firefest documentary hanging out with Billy McFarland, right? Like this dude is out there taking risks. He's been taking risks since before he was he was a high school coach. You know, I, so I hate the phrase accumulated power, but he was given more and more responsibility. If you're a Spider-Man fan, then more power equals more responsibility, right? Then that, that just increases the amount that you have to make sure that you're doing right and doing by the book. And if you have 10 or 12 coaches that honestly think that they're going to get Antonio Pierce and they don't care if this stains Herm Edwards legacy and they don't care if this stains Marvin Lewis's legacy and they don't care if Ray Anderson ends up getting fired because of this, if, if they hate Antonio Pierce so much that they don't care that all of these other people who have stellar reputations get caught up in the mix, then you would have to believe that either Antonio Pierce is going to um, – take the load here and say like, you, you know what? You're right. Like I, I wanted to build this program up. Uh, we did some things that, that were outside the norm. I'm going to take responsibility for this and protect everybody. Or it's mutually assured destruction that yep. he wanted everybody to play ball. So he's got stuff on everybody, which means everybody has to go, which means the entire house gets cleaned out nine weeks before the season starts. That's not good for anybody. Nope. Nope. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot or download the app today. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Now on to the next thing, <laughs> um, which but we will continue to you know thread thread this needle as it continues to evolve. Um, I might it, just delete my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I might not be threading anything. Um. So the so LeBron James sent off a tweet, and it was funny because we were already talking about going to talk about today about last year. So many people said that this was an asterisk season for the NBA. That Well, that the previous season, that the bubble season. Oh, it's an asterisk championship. It doesn't really count. It's easier or even though it was actually harder, but whatever. Um, it turns out that this season should be the asterisk season because you don't have the best players playing in the playoffs. Think about this. You have... Eight now when when Kawhi misses the game tonight, that's going to be eight different All Stars to miss a playoff game this year. Eight, and that's the most in an NBA season in history. You got Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, Jalen Brown, Joel Embiid, and now Kawhi Leonard, and then it could be nine depending on. When the Sun series starts, because even though Chris Paul isn't injured, he's in the COVID protocol out indefinitely. Nine All-Stars. So that seems like more of an asterisk to me than last season, because this is a war of attrition, and LeBron had it 100% right. He said, quote, on the Twitter, they, they all didn't want to listen to me about the start of the season. I knew exactly what would happen. 
I only wanted to protect the well-being of the players, which ultimately is the product and benefit of our game. These injuries isn't just part of the game. It's the lack of pure rim rest before starting back up. Eight, possibly nine All-Stars have missed playoff games, most in league history. This is the best time of the year for our league and fans, but missing out on a ton of our favorite players, it's insane. If there's only one person that know about the body and know how it works all year round, it's me. I speak for the health of all of our players, and I hate to see this many guys injured this time of year. Sorry we wish you were seeing all your favorite players right now. He was he was right. He was right. And you they can't put quanti- money. But you can't I, I I I hate to be this guy, but you can't quantify his rightness. Point to mean? one injury. Point to one injury and say that that wouldn't have happened. Probably the hamstrings. AC, you start, all, all, all. You no, started with saying, probably. Yes. You can say that it is like you can't say beyond reasonable doubt in terms of a court of law, but you can win a legal, a, a, a civil lawsuit with more likely than not. Because if players don't get adequate rest and recovering from a season, and then you shrink 72 games into a shorter period of time than you would put 82 games. So the, the NBA chased the money here. They chased the money instead of protecting its players. So cut the season down to 62 games and then actually give more time it, in in between or something. It shouldn't, but it really shouldn't be the season because anytime you have an 82-game season, assume that you make the playoffs and you take every round to seven. You actually have the potential that your playoffs end up being like 30% the length of the entire year. Yep. I think I think it's more than any other league if i'm not mistaken i think hockey the possibility exists though and then um nfl can be uh, with a wild card team can be up to like 25 percent of the full season well not anymore with 17 games but the 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 playoffs are too long the playoffs are too long relative to the actual regular season it's like it's like getting a bottle of shampoo where it's like 33 percent more free like, it, it's that much more. It's almost a third of the entire season could be spent within the playoffs. That's always been an issue, but I just don't know. The issue with what LeBron is saying is that nobody's going to take him seriously because it came from him. The person who actually needs to be saying this right now is the one who's the head of the players' union, right? It's Chris Paul. But yeah. is Chris Paul going to come out and say when it's clearly benefiting his team, is he going to come out and say LeBron is right? I think that will hold a lot more weight than LeBron right after exiting the first round for the very first time. Because there are going to be a lot of people that say that LeBron would not have said this if the Lakers were still in the playoffs. And we, I, we don't know. After right seeing or wrong. LeBron speak up about things, if Kawhi got injured, all of this, like all of this news just keep on happening, I think he would have said it. I think he would have absolutely said it. He may not have said it today. But he would have said it probably after the playoffs were were over with or something. Like he would have had said it at some point in time because it was the right thing. Like we we all foresaw this and knew this was coming. Uh, and and overuse injuries. There's a reason why 
that the teams that went deep in the playoffs are done. Part of me feels like it's one of those things that feels like you could predict it and then would reinforce your belief if it actually happens, but you don't necessarily have the science to tie it together. Like if your mom tells you, put on a coat or you're going to catch a cold, and then you go out and you shake hands with the wrong person, you weren't wearing a coat, you catch a cold, and nothing to do with not wearing a coat. <laughs> but your mother said before it happened that if you didn't wear a coat, you'd catch a cold. Therefore, in her mind for the rest of eternity, she was right. And that's the way that I feel about this um, criticism of the NBA from LeBron is he, he was probably right in the overall wisdom of what should have been done but we don't have quantifiable proof that it is actually overuse that is creating some of these injuries. You could probably make an argument for James Harden, but you could also probably make an argument. You could probably make that same argument for James Harden that him intentionally coming in out of shape because he wanted off the Rockets contributed yes. to it as well. So, yeah, but I, we don't know and we can't know. And so what LeBron is going to need is he's going to need teams that are still in the playoffs and not affected by this type of injury, AKA this team, the Suns, to agree with him. He's going to need Chris Paul to come out and say LeBron was right. And then at that point, I think that people will take this a lot more serious. But right now, for the first time in a long time, Adam Silver's back's against the wall, and he's looking like he's messing over his own product. Yep. one They chased the money instead of making sure, and it, and it has worked out. Like, they thought it was fine during the season, but this postseason has just shown that it's just been really, really bad. Um, I mean, and that that's not even considering Jamal Murray, considering uh, other players who were out for the year as well, who went deep into the playoffs. So, you know, um, the next thing up is Giannis and the Bucks. Super quick, man. I, I, I was. Last night when they lost that 16 point lead. I it, it just only reinforced like the negative things about Giannis. He averages 28, 11, and six. Like you can't dispute those numbers. But then when you look at it, you're like, he can't take the last shot, can't create his own shot. The guy, uh, Blake Griffin, is guarding him at the free throw line and is double dog daring him to shoot when he's at the three-point line. Like that creates a problem in the end of the game because now you can't space the floor. He's a two-time defensive MVP. Kevin Durant's going crazy. And you're like, hey, yo, coach, coach, coach wanted me to guard somebody else. So that's who I'm guarding. Like, don't the real dogs in the NBA be like, coach, F that. He's going off. This is the critical time of the game. Put me on put me on uh, KD right now. Instead of putting PJ Tucker on him, who clearly cannot guard him. I, I, I just thought it was criminal. I thought it was bad. I it, it was just so ridiculous. And I never like to call for people's jobs. So I'm not going to call for Mike Budenholzer's job. But you got to say that something is wrong when you keep having this same problem over and over and over again. My mom always says, if you do what you always done, you always do. You always get what you always got. And the Bucks are getting what they got. And if they can't beat a shorthanded, uh, because James Harden was a zero last night, a zero. Like he was, his his wins above replacement for that game was probably negative six. Like, it, it, and if you are like 
looking at it, you're just saying if you can't beat this shorthanded Nets team with this roster, I, it, it's hopeless. Giannis is a mutant. I mean, he's he's different than anything that we've ever seen before. He has the ability to play inside. He has the ability to play outside. He can guard the perimeter. He can guard down low. Um, he's streaky, but he can shoot. Um, I just think that when it comes to the playoffs, and I say this as a longtime Suns fan who had a lot of soft teams cap out around the conference finals time, um, you just got to be what works and, you know, and what works against the Nets is they're soft in the middle. Um, he just needs to be aggressive offensively, find a way to get to the free throw line, try to make those free throws. And then it really comes down to his teammates finding ways to make it happen on the perimeter. But I just, I, I think that the consensus is that they cannot stop him down low. And so at this point, why really do much of anything else? Um, but again, we, we are, we're getting to the same thing that always bothers me. We criticize the last few guys left on the court a lot more than the ones who never made it. And that always drove me nuts as a, as a, as a fan of, of a team that never made it all the way. They got a lot more hate for being second best than you would have gotten. The, the Suns got more hate. Made the playoffs. No, the Suns got more hate in the seven seconds or less era than they did in the 10-year playoff drought because nobody was talking about how they couldn't put it all together when they were sitting at home for the last two and a half months of the season because there was nothing to put together. So sometimes I feel like some of the criticism of the Bucks and Giannis is on due. Sometimes it's just a matter of other teams being better, especially the super team that was constructed uh, by a bunch of the, the NBA's biggest personalities slash weirdos to do this exact thing, destroy the Bucks, who were built, not bought, right? The Nets are doing exactly what they're supposed to do at this point, even if it includes no Kyrie and an unhealthy Harden. Everyone argued for the longest time that if anybody was better than LeBron, it was KD. So are we going to have the same conversation about KD when the Bucks win game six? You got to find, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not necessarily a believer in Giannis because I can't, I've never seen anything like him before. So I'm one of those people that's actually going to have to see him pull this off in order to believe, yeah. right? I'm a doubting Thomas when it comes to Giannis. Period. Yeah. There you, but you, but you have to be, cause you haven't seen it, but this is where I say that God is fair is that he gave him the body of a Greek God, gave him the ability to jump, run, shoot, all of this stuff, but he didn't give him the jump shot. And he got to go in the lab and go work for that. And th this is something that should be way better by now because that's the thing that's causing them not to be able to win. Um, the next thing up is, and the last thing up today is the, I'm going to read something to you, Ralph, and tell me what you think. Okay. Title of an article, FBI operative. Well, th 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 this is uh, a, a semi quote from Tucker Carlson. FBI operatives were organizing the attack on the Capitol. Tucker Carlson claims that the January 6th insurrection was planned by the government. Oh, well, it's nice that the entire uh, weight of the United States investigative bodies could take a break from um, investigating Arizona state to do something else. 
<laughs> See, what what I thought about it, dude, I was like, and my, mind you, that I thought about it. I was like, hold up. We're talking about like the idea, right? That if people on that side of the fence who believe that, if they want to sit there and claim that, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, so then why fight against the commission to investigate January 6th? It's a it's a confusion game. The more stuff that you put out there, you, you only need a few people to latch on. You, you only need to ruin a certain amount of credibility. Um, you only need to make truth that much more blurry um, in order to achieve uh, your means. And nobody wants to believe that they're the bad guys. And, and nobody wants to believe... One, the one thing on January 6th that I absolutely refuse to believe and I still struggle with is that the United States government wouldn't be prepared to protect its representatives. Um, and that, and that to this day is so hard to swallow. And, and, and this type of stuff stems from the same people who are conspiracy theorists in the wake of nine 11. How could we who have been told we are all powerful and all knowing and um, a city on a hill as well as, you know, the, 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 the world's biggest superpower and, you know, given, given by God to this earth, the American soil and American people, how could something like that happen? And when you can't match your reality and expectations, you have to fill that gap with something. I am at a loss for how our government was unprepared to protect its representatives on January 6th. What I'm not willing to do is plug in nonsense in order to bridge that gap i think at that point you just have to eat that disappointment and maybe realize that we're not who we aspire to be and we can do better um and that includes that people would be so dumb that they would storm the capital in the first place so you know i i just i don't know i just think yeah. that uh Dude. it's all silliness but i see where it comes from yeah to and to me i'm sitting there like come on come on bro did that the fbi that they mounted an insurrection. Like, here are the things that the FBI has done. They've investigated and done things with with in the civil rights movement, J. Edgar Hoover, all of these things. All these things are real. The idea that they mounted an insurrection, organized an insurrection, for what purpose? And And if that purpose was to make sure Donald Trump was not in the, because that was the day the vote was happening, like it, it's craziness because it's like the people who are in his cult and believe that you know that he's all that he is sent by God. You're like, how is he always a victim? Then how is he always a victim of something? Like well, I don't want to make it about I don't want to make it okay, about Trump, you, but I will, yeah. I will I will I I will say that the idea that the, that the the FBI. I mean, you you saw how clumsy they looked when they tried to clean up college basketball. I mean, they they had to create a scandal in order to, you know, it was like when my kids spill a drink, then clean it up, then ask for a reward, you know. <laughs> so um, I just think I just think the idea. I think anybody who really supports conspiracy theories on this scale has not worked in an office setting of more than four interdependent people. The idea that you could ever even get five people on the same page to do any job of any kind is incredibly stressful, much less an entire government body 
pulling the wool over the eyes of an already skeptical American populace. It's just not something that I see as being possible at all. And I think that um, to bring it full circle, you are going to see a lot of people in recent days, which is why I'm going to stay off the message boards probably forever. Um, you're going to see a lot of people uh, with, with this Arizona State thing who, when you're a fan of a team, you believe that you're you're the good guy. You will look for every possible opportunity and morsel to say that it's not as bad as people said. We're not doing something wrong. You can't think about these things as right or wrong. You just have to look at what is, right? Yep. You just have to look at what is. And what is, is that a bunch of people thought that they were helping the federal government by attacking the federal government. Yep. And they were incorrect about that, and now they're being punished for it. So you just have to deal, even if it doesn't make sense, you have to deal with what's in front of you. You don't have to invent things in order to feel safe in your own original worldview. You just got to deal with the facts. And, uh, and I, I, I hope that in all areas of this podcast and things that we've talked about that people choose to do that in the future. Yep. Well, you guys, that is Reister or Wrong for the day. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amson. If you want to hit us up, 818-293-7547. That's 818-293-7547. Or shoot us an email. I'm mad. I-M-M-A-D at unafraidshow.com. I imagine there will be some Arizona State fans who will be using that. Um, peace out. Catch you guys on Friday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to luckylandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.